This episode is sponsored by A Little Hypnosis. Sometimes it can be hard to be confident and enjoy our little life to the fullest. That is where A Little Hypnosis could be helpful. Hypnotherapy can help you freely use your diapers, reinforce little space, and age regression. My friends over at A Little Hypnosis want to help you, so for a limited time, they're giving Newsy Nook listeners $20 off your first session. Just go to alittlehypnosis.com slash newsybaby to get the discount. That's alittlehypnosis.com slash newsybaby for $20 off your first session. Try A Little Hypnosis, a kink-focused therapeutic approach to the mind. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsy's Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsy's Nook, Taika Bulls has some big plans for the future. I sit down with the owner to get the exclusive inside scoop. This week in Newsy's Nook, Taika Bulls releases five new diaper designs for the community to review. This after already releasing two new diapers, the Animus and Unicorns. I sit down with the owner of Taika Bulls to talk about the new designs, the initial reactions of each, and when we might see one of these diapers being released. Well, thank you, Todd, for coming to Newsy's Nook. Well, thanks for having me back. So there are big plans happening at Taika Bulls. I mean, you have two new diapers, you have the animus and the unicorn diapers come out and then you send out an email with all these designs that you're playing with what's with the sudden need for more diapers and more diaper designs so it's actually not really about a need for new designs uh there's of the email that we sent out only one of them is actually new and even the characters themselves aren't new we've had them on other products uh it's more about refreshing our line it's updating uh with the new printing techniques that we have with the new fixed, you know, the fixed uh, position printing uh, and things like that. And some of the prints like the Little Roars, for example, we've had around since 2017 and haven't done an update since then. Uh, so there's just, there's new opportunities. There's, there's room that we feel that we can improve what we have. And the, you know, there's kind of a risk sometimes with that because a lot of people don't really like change especially when it comes to something that they have an emotional connection to uh anytime you look like a reboot of any kind you you always have the people that are just you know oh my god they ruined it it's you're never going to not have people that have those that have those feelings and that's perfectly fine uh but the alternative is just to leave it stale and stagnate and then bring out new stuff which makes people want the new stuff even more and then the old stuff even stagnates even more. And we, we've we just decided that it's it's best for us to update and expand uh, on these prints and bring a new life into them rather than just discontinuing them and replacing them. We want to keep the themes, keep the characters, keep the, you know, keep everything that's there, but enhance it with new abilities and new features that we can, uh, you know, rather that be through just improve, you know, capacity, different materials of plastics, uh, you know, anything like that, really. So it's, it's more about just updating and letting the products and characters evolve with our production abilities and production capabilities. Right. You, you know, you brought up, you know, you could have totally just increased capacity, increased sizing, maybe changed materials and all that. But it looks like you're actually going for a full refresh. What mm -hmm. sparked that? Did, is it more of like an internal memo that was like, you know what, they've been around on the market for a while in their same capacity, maybe it's time to refresh it? Or was it more of the customers were reaching out saying like, hey, like, are you going to refresh these designs? Uh, no, it, it's it's, I mean, yes and no. Uh, we, we, we have had some customers ask for us to update things and everything else, but I, I, I'm kind of laughing here because uh, I love to update things. I don't like keeping things, you know, stale or stagnant. Uh, I, I, I love to refresh and to, and to change things every couple of years. And like I said, you know, the Little Roars is, hasn't really changed, has not changed actually since 2017. But technically, that wasn't the first version of the Little Roars. The first version was never on a diaper. It was just on clothing. Um, and there were actually two versions of it before that. So the, the, the diaper version that everybody likes 
is actually the third version of Little Roars. So it's kind of funny that, you know, people like say, I like the original. It's like, well, you're like, wait a minute. That's not what was in the diaper. That wasn't what it, was there before. Exactly. So it's kind of like, you know, no, it, it had they, these, these, these prints have changed. They have evolved based on rather feedback or just general aesthetics of changing things, which is, you know, usually driven by feedback anyway. Uh, but I, I love to change and to constantly improve upon things. And, and I'm kind of laughing because, uh, you know, some of our partners have like joked about it in the past. So like, oh, it's been two years. I'm surprised Todd hasn't done something yet. Like it's kind of an, it's kind of almost a joke uh, <laughs> that I've heard people say to me or about me um, because, you know, we do update things. I mean, the overnights, for example, the original overnights had the characters sleeping on clouds. Mm -hmm. we, we're on the fifth version of the overnights and what? there will be a sixth like there will be i don't i don't have it designed yet but there will be a sixth we're not going to just let a product or a print just stagnate and just be there um you know there has to be a reason for doing it it's not just out of the blue for no reason you know there has to be a reason for doing it and one of the biggest catalysts for the change right now is the fact that we do have the fixed printing you know um mm. we we almost had the fixed printing done before the waddler uh the waddler wasn't actually going to be the first fixed print that we had um but it wound up being the first fixed print that we had just due to timing and a few other things so you know this has been something we've been working on for a very long time as well um you know I think it's, I think it's pretty obvious, especially thinking about it in hindsight that, you know, a majority of people that, you know, that next to, and I hate to even say this right now, because I know people are going to ask about it, but next to, you know, a pull-up product, fixed printing was the like number one request that everybody's given to us since we started. Like, it's not like a secret, like, oh, somebody did it and now everybody's doing it. No, like we've all been working on this. It's think about this for a second if you if everybody told one company they told all the companies like we all knew what people wanted it's just a matter of being able to do it like so now that we can and now that we've worked through all the kinks and all the you know the little be you know features you know the little bitty quirks and everything else and we've we've learned after doing you know we're on our third print now as far as that goes you know we've done three different fixed prints now and having done those we learn a little bit each time and the factory is able to do things a little bit better with a little more consistency and we're able to fine tune uh you know fewer of the things and just make it a little bit better each time and so we get to build on to that uh, that ability of increasing uh, the precision and the techniques that we use and the amount of color that we can do it in um, and, you know, all those little bitty things. So we're able to actually do it better and get more intricate and get more precise on things. So as we do it, we can, you know, like right now, like my favorite print that we have, uh, you know, coming up is going to be like the puppers and the, and the potty monsters. And the reason why is it it allows um, so on the side panels, uh, you know, basically on the sides of the diaper, we're going to have a print on there that kind of mimics like an elastic look. Um, and the reason for that is, is, is kind of imitating what the elastic ear is in a baby diaper or like a pull up type product and things like that. It's imitating that. Mm. And we actually did that on the uh, version two of the Galactics. We did that on the uh, version one of the Unicorns. We did that on... Uh, what else? We got like three prints. Oh, the, the the little roars was done on there as well. Um, but this time we get to do it a little bit better, and we didn't want to do it on the waddler or the unicorns or the or the animus, um, because we weren't. It it, it, it requires more precision, and we didn't want to overcomplicate it even more so than we needed to. Like the waddler you know i said wasn't wasn't supposed to be our first fixed print design and the reason it was is just um, timing and everything but the reason we didn't want it to be is because we were combining both a precision cut on the landing zone and precision cut on the back sheet of the diaper itself so you're not just doing one fixed you know print you know cut like on the back sheet um, you know, we're having to do that and line it up with another precision cut. Now, the landing zone precision cuts have been done for years and years and years. That's not a big deal. But mm -hmm. doing them both at speed and lining them up together exactly the way it needs to be, it's an extra element. It's an extra place for something to go wrong or to have an issue or an error. So to jump straight into doing that generally wasn't the, you know, wouldn't be what you would normally want to do. 
because you'd want to go for something simpler like the unicorns is just the back sheet there is no printed landing zone um you know so each time we get to add on to a little bit different and everything else um the unicorns came out after the waddler simply because we had enough of the unicorns available in stock that we knew if we did the unicorns first we'd have two versions of it at the same time and we didn't want to do that so we decided to make the the uh waddler first um because we didn't have that one that was a print that we didn't have something of and so when we did that we knew we'd run through the unicorns and a few other things like you know the little roars and puppers and things like that and then we start bringing out the new versions um but we also knew we had the animus coming out and things like that so we knew that even though had we had a stock of some of the more popular ones such as the puppers for example which is an extremely popular print um we had the animus coming out, which is a little bit different. And we want to do the puppers after the unicorn because the puppers has, again, an extra layer of complexity. And so we wanted to, again, build on to what we were doing so that it helps us ensure that we learn from our mistakes and we're not just like jumping into the deep end and doing something completely wrong and causing all kinds of problems and, and, and financial, pro you know, financial costs that are down the tubes, essentially, because we have to fix something or, you know, something like that. So we constantly want to build onto what we're doing. So as we keep going, the complexity of the prints can get more complex in certain areas, you know, to a point, of course, but it allows us to kind of build onto that and just be a little bit more creative and, and have a little bit more fun and playfulness in what we do. And then also get more precise and allows us to do more of those things. Right. So you brought up, you know, fixed printing is really like the, the, the catalyst that's, that's, that is causing for all these, all these redesigns. And it kind of sounds like it's one, it's a little bit extra work. It's a little bit extra money. So my question <laughs> is, would it have been easier to just stick? I'll use the galactic, uh, design that you released. You know, a lot of people in the comments were saying like, Oh, I love the old galactic de design. Is, <laughs> would it have been cheaper and easier on you? to just stick with the older design and just do like a back fixed print, like, right. Don't change the whole design. Just like adjust the design to fixed to meet the fixed printing demand. Why? Oh, yeah. So why do the whole, why do a complete whole redesign of some of these diapers? Okay. So the galactic in particular, um, the galactic in itself is kind of an odd one. <laughs> um, the original print has not really changed until now. And technically this would be the third version of it. Um, the, the main feedback that we always had is that we used uh, Tom the Tiger, Brett the Bear and Larry the Lion too much. The Galactic, technically speaking, they're on four prints. They're on about a third of all of our prints. And those are your characters, right? The characters. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's the lion, the tiger, the bear. Yeah. Okay. So we we some people said they basically wanted different, you know, other colors, other designs, other characters. And so we have this kind of situation where the galactic, it, you know, it, it was popular, but it was kind of always seen as like a backup to the overnights, like especially in the beginning. Um, the the issue with the galactic is of those four prints, the galactic was the worst selling. It was like, mm -hmm. I'll just be blunt about it. The Galactic is getting changed in the way that it is because it was down to two options. We either change it or we discontinue it. Those were our two options. Um, would it have been easier for us to do it? Yeah, we had we went through three or four other fixed print designs that had the Galactic, uh, you know, the characters. We were thinking about having them like redrawn and different things and kind of doing, you know, a bunch of different options. We looked at doing like, uh, you know, like a, a really dark blue or black plastic um, with having the characters on the landing zone centric, which gave it a really kind of like, you know, very unique look to it and be very, you know, very centric on the character, but just very much like space. And we could put like dots of light to give like star pattern all over. Mm -hmm. uh, we looked at doing like a white center with, the, with that just on the sides. And the problem we kept coming back to is that there were other issues that kept jumping into each one of those. When you're doing a really dark plastic like that or dark print on a plastic, the plastic actually does kind of like take about 25 to 30% out of, of the, uh, uh, you know, opacity out of it. So if you run a print like black, you can't, it, it, it will never be black because you're having what you're having like a white filter on top of it. 
the only way to do that would be to print out the black on the outside, which causes the ink to run. So if we printed the black on the outside, we'd have to make it a cloth back product. And how many, you know, would that cause more of an issue than not? Like there was a bunch of different characters and things we ran into. And it just really came down to the fact that we have these characters, these three characters on four of our designs. And this is the worst one of them. So worst selling, we'll say it's the worst selling. And so in its original design, just to clarify, in the original design, it was the worst selling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like like until now, like when we announced the new one, like, you know, last year, the Galactic was the worst of the four. Um, You know, it, it, and even, even before the Waddler became a fixed print, it still was. The Waddler outsold the Galactic. So it really came down to with with the Galactic in particular, it was either discontinue it or try to give it new life. And we we started really kind of rethinking the whole thing of going, okay, if the Galactic didn't have characters on it and it didn't have our, you know, our three characters on it, what could it be? If it was brand new, what could it be? And we kind of sat around and we thought, you know, it would be really cool if we had, the, you know, since we have the ability to do fixed print, if we made something that looked like, you know, not necessarily like a, like a, like a Halloween costume, but like, the spacesuit printed like sleepers for example or just really that playful look and so we we wrote we kind of ran with that idea and you know it's still being worked on but the idea behind the new galactic is that it you know if you had a spacesuit diaper but it was just a diaper and so you know not the whole body obviously but it was just the diaper and you had fun things on it and you basically made it a spacesuit what would it look like and so we're going for more of that imagination a little bit more of like the middles you know you know, middle's aesthetic of that, you know, so, you know, the, the imagination, the playing, the, the, you know, the really fun, not the infantile baby, but just more of that middle's thing. Um, because there are a lot of middles and everybody, you know, not everybody, but a lot of people think that because it's a diaper it has to be infantile or that it has to be like littles, but no, it can be middles. It can be something that would appeal to, you know, like a, in the mindset of someone who is like, you know, six to 10, six to 12. Right. Why can't it be that too? And that's where we went with the Galactic on this, on this version. And honestly, there's several people on, you know, on, on Twitter and on, on, on Reddit and things like that who have had negative, but honestly, the majority of the feedback has been very positive about the, about the Galactic change. Um, And even in the, the poll that we, you know, that we put out, not really the poll, but the, the forum that we put out for people to submit feedback. um, It's been good. Yeah, I mean, more people like the new Galactic than don't like it. Okay, I need to ask you this question then, because one of the comments, just because I'm a Star Wars fan, someone commented, (laughs) why'd they put Darth Vader's chest plate? (laughs) (laughs) What was your reaction when you saw that? Were you like, I didn't see that one. So No, okay. Someone someone commented, why'd they put Darth Vader's chest plate on the Galactic diaper? (laughs) And not going to lie, at first I was like, what? And then then you look at it more and you're like, oh, yeah, I can kind of see it. Yeah, I mean that's I mean, honestly, I think you're gonna I think you get that response with anything being you know having buttons in a in a square or somewhat rectangular right uh, you know thing that's that could be said for any of those things because I am a huge Star Wars fan and I can tell you it does not look like Darth Vader's right, right. play. it doesn't like yeah there are characteristics but the characteristics are that it is a panel in the front with buttons and lights right anything right that <laughs> describes anything okay quick yeah. side question just because you brought it up you know the people brought up you know, pleather diapers, you know, you brought up printing, printing black on a diaper is really, really hard. So, so do you know how like pleathers, how did that work with pleather diapers? Being an all black diaper, or is that just a different? Pleather wasn't an all black diaper, but so the pleather diaper was printed improperly because they printed the ink on the outside and they weren't supposed to. Um, So that was an issue all by itself. That was never supposed to happen that way. It was supposed to be printed on the inside. And actually at the time we were looking at using clear plastic rather than the white or milky plastic. Um, And we had issues with that as well. So the pleather diaper unfortunately came to a very quick end for two reasons. One, the ink was had to be on the outside, which caused it um, to have the possibility of rubbing off. And we didn't like that. And the other was that there's a lot of people who just like absolutely could not get it or couldn't understand that it wasn't for them and they could not let it go 
the number of times that I had to try and explain, or we as a company had to try and explain to, and I'm going to use this term just because of the lack of a better one, to a straight person that it that it, it it was okay that they didn't get it or that it wasn't for them, that it was, you know, intentionally marketed for like the DL crowd, which is usually an element of like BDSM and things like that. And the colors on it were representative of those type of things. It was supposed to be more of a DL product by far. And like literally just so, there were like straight people for the most part. It was, it was straight people. Some of them may have been gay or bi, but it came off as that essentially it was just these group of people that it basically it wasn't for them and they could not let it go. They oh. couldn't fathom that this product wasn't for them and they just couldn't let it go. Like, but there's a lot of diapers that aren't for a certain group of people. I mean, like, I, know. I'm, I don't like pink diapers, but I'm not going to boycott everyone that sells a, a pink diaper. But no, but that's that's that is what it was. This was one of the first prints that was like that, though. And it literally I if we didn't have the issue of it being printed on the outside and not liking that, we'd have probably pushed to keep it and everything. But there was already like two strikes against it and we couldn't fix it. So we just kind of like, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and try to explain to everybody what this means and that it's okay. It's not for them if I'm not even going to continue making it. So it's just like, you know what? Fine. We'll just discontinue it because we couldn't get the ink to be printed on the inside and it was just causing other problems. So we just kind of, you know, discontinued it because of those two reasons. And I mean, that's why that's basically why the camis came out. Um, you know, we still wanted to have that print. And basically what we thought of, what we would consider was how do we make a print where people who aren't into BDSM aren't going to like just be absolutely dumbfounded by this and just like not be able to get over it. I mean, it's kind of like the, as, as a point of reference, like the, the, the one of the most, not really one of the most famous scenes, but one of the most famous scenes of Dude Wears My Car, where you had the person, the, the, this, the, the intercom that just kept saying, and then, and then. That's what it felt like sometimes trying to explain the pleather diaper to people. It's like, well, it's this isn't for me. Okay. It's not for you. But why? And well, why not? Because it's not. You said that. And they're just like, it never ended. I was like, they just wouldn't let it go. It was just right. like, oh my gosh. So we can figure out like, what can we do to get past that? And we're like, okay, well, we can do camouflage because that's not inherently fetish. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where the, the camouflage came from, uh, you know, with, with the, you know, with the camis diapers, which um, fun fact, I originally wanted to call cabs, but that's because I'm in the military or was in the military. And I wanted to use CAB as an acronym for Convoy Absorbency Briefs, which anybody in the military or that was in the military probably gets the joke behind that. And it's they love to make an acronym for everything, even if, has, even if the acronym has nothing to do with, you know, what you're doing. And I thought it was even funnier that, you know, that CAB sounds I like I don't a know if everyone would have gotten that joke. I'm that's just going to be honest. I don't know. And that's why we didn't do it. That's okay. why we went with camis because that was a... That's a slang term for camouflage uniforms. So that's why it went to camis rather than being cab because we're like, it, people not in the military or have not been in the military probably wouldn't get the joke behind it of just making a stupid acronym for something just to have a fancy name for it. They probably wouldn't get the joke. So that's why that's why that we didn't go with that name, but it was just kind of, um, I had told that story to somebody a, a few weeks ago and they, they found it amusing. So I maybe others out here would find that amusing as the well. The <laughs> inside knowledge, when you have the inside knowledge, you get it. So I want to move on. So I didn't know that, that, the, you know, the camis, I mean, I guess looking at them, I could say like, oh yeah, that's more of a DL diaper. But now that I'm hearing you talk a whole lot more, it sounds like you're, you're really making a niche or making more products for middles and DLs, which I think a lot of people are enjoying. And I think the biggest mm -hmm. one and the most surprising one is your deluge diaper. It seems like all... <laughs> It seems like all the DLs and all the middles that I've seen online are like, yes, we need a diaper and like, this is our diaper. Yes. So is, was that, was that the thought process behind the deluge diapers? Yes. So, um, so we announced it on April 1st. The joke was that it's not a joke. Um, but we had to wait year, weeks to figure out that it wasn't a joke. Yes. Every year we have basically done something that was a joke and then something that wasn't a joke. This year, we just did one thing that wasn't a joke. Uh, we announced our store on April 1st. 
uh, back in 2015. Uh, you know, we, uh, we, we announced different products on April 1st and things like that. But then we've also done silly things like the last year we did like the streaming service joke where we did, you know, fake movies and TV shows based off of our characters as a streaming platform. And the year before we did, uh, the, the joke, you know, for the, for the baby, no, actually in 2020, we did the joke for the baby food, um, thing that had the puppers characters and we had, uh, you know, the firefighters had like hot tamales in it and, you know, the, uh, you know, things like that, uh, you know, just kind of like, you know, joke things. So we've done a mix of real and joke things on April 1st. I always find that that kind of is this a joke or is this not a joke even more funny than just like a straight up obvious joke. But also kind of genius because you can really test the waters. Well, that's what we did for this one. It's something we can only do once, probably. <laughs> so when I, and I said that to somebody, I was like, it's we could probably only ever do this one time. But this is the perfect design to do it on because we we we've we've had that print for a little while. We went back and forth on different names, and um, uh, the, the the inspiration behind it is that we wanted a design that looked like it could be like on printed underwear or on like a sports jersey, or that was like could be could be viewed as like an urban nightclub kind of vibe. Uh, you know, that's what we wanted. We wanted something that was not infantile at all, that wasn't character-based. We wanted it to just look like a really cool abstract pattern that had really bold colors and things like that. Because like so for like DLs and incontinent individuals, they had said that they wanted designs, but they just wanted like designs. They wanted like, like a plaid or just like something, just like a design. But I was like, that's boring. I was uh -huh. like, I think like, we could do better than that. We could do better than just printing plaid. So like, what, what is that? And yeah, that's where we kind of came up with the idea that we wanted something that would feel like a, like printed underwear design. Like uh, one of my favorite artists is Jackson Pollock. And I'm, most people probably not know who he is, but if you can just picture literally just throwing paint at a canvas, that was basically a style. And so okay. I wanted something that was just really super colorful, very bold, very abstract. Um, and then that's kind of what we came up with. And this is what we found. And we knew it was going to be so divisive. We knew that there was going to be a lot of people who would just absolutely hate this print. But we wanted to see how many people would actually like it. And so we said, let's do it. Let's announce it on April 1st. And if everyone hates it, guess what? It was a joke. Of course it was a joke. Uh -huh. <laughs> but if people liked it, then we said, yeah, then it wasn't a joke. And that's exactly what happened. So we were very we were very excited that people did actually respond and say they wanted us to make it. We we're like, thank God, because we wanted to make it too. <laughs> like we 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 wanted to, but we also wanted to be very careful about that. So we didn't right. want to put something out and have everybody go, this is so stupid. I mean, I'm not a huge diaper purchaser. I mean, like I have my go-tos and like that's about it. Mm -hmm. And when I saw this diaper, I was literally like, finally. A diaper that's not just plain white mm -hmm. or super like it very it is very strategic that it lands very in the middle mm -hmm. and i think and i think it's genius and when i found and when i saw the subreddit that was like oh yeah it's going to be made i was like oh my gosh that's so freaking cool <laughs> yeah we were, we were hoping to get something that's a little bit a little bit more age higher than like the camouflage is you know for the camis because when we did make the camis we wanted to make sure like our our solution quickly going back to that our solution for coming up with a replacement to pleather was something that ab's would also like that was that was what we had to figure out it's like what can be a dl product and a dl print that ab's will also like and that's where we came up with the camouflage because it has like all the little army men and everything else like hidden into the pattern. Mm -hmm. um, there's been other, you know, baby brands that have done camouflage as well, like Good Nights did it as well. So we knew that people would like it. You know, like we were fairly confident in that. It's, it's a pretty safe bet. But at the same time, it's not infantile. It didn't have, you know, you know, fuzzy characters and things like that on it. So it would be a bit more aesthetically pleasing to more of the DL crowd and things like that. It, it, was, it was a nice balance. With the Deluge product, we wanted to go a little bit further away from the AB side and go a little bit more into that DL and that, you know, middles range, which is also why the Deluge is the uh, is the going to be the first Tyquels product in a very long time to have tapes and not hook and loop. So the Deluge will have what we're going to call cub tapes because I love a good chance for a pun and they're unbearably strong is our tagline for it. <laughs> um 
but it's gonna be the first one that we have that's like that and again it because it's also gonna be geared more towards a dl crowd which are more likely to want that tape compared to an a b dls are far more gonna lean that way um so in doing that we also are gonna be putting the the, the tapes on there as well for this one uh you know so we're we're it is definitely leaning more towards that dl and that middles range so it's not going to be like our titles you know more infantile designs like the animus and things like that and it's strategically done that way it absolutely is right so just for those uninitiated let's say they they're not up and up with their terms sure hook and loop hook and loop ta- <laughs> uh tapes are like the i call them velcro right they're kind of like velcro-y they kind of yeah. when they rip them yeah. off Cub tapes, I'm guessing, are more like your medical diapers. They're just sticky on a plastic, and you can and you yeah. can. Is yeah, yeah. So kind hook, of... hook and loop is a generic term for Velcro. Velcro is a trademark term, so you can't. Oh, call oops, it my bad. No, no. So yeah, it's 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 very much the same thing. But Velcro is a branded name, kind of like Kleenex is a brand. You, oh, okay. You know, it's a you know it's, it's it is a brand. It's a trademark. Um, so like we actually call our hook and loops active little grips um because we wanted to give it like a fun kind of name to go with it to identify uniquely the same way we do with like our our plastics we have our toddler tough plastic we have our baby butter plastic um you know the baby butter's gonna be a thinner gauge with a smoother finish to it whereas the toddler tough's gonna have a louder crinkle to it so we we give some of these different uh very core features of our products uh you know a unique name to make them very playful and everything else and so like you know we have the active little grips which is our hook and loop and when we were when we were coming up with the you know some sort of name for the tapes because we didn't want to just say it has four tapes on it because everybody you know all of our other products have hook and loop on them it was like one of the biggest selling points for us for the longest time and now everybody kind of has it and so we were kind of we felt safe that we could make another you know uh tape product again because everybody has tape products and everybody also has hook and loop products as well so when we were doing that you know and we were going back and forth you know different names and everything uh one of uh one of the guys uh, that works here in the chicago uh store um you know we're going back and forth of, of different things that's like well you know they have like duct tape and they have like gorilla tape and i'm like like what's a fun animal that we could kind of you know what would make sense and i said oh it'd be funny to call it cub tape and literally like without missing a beat this guy goes they're unbearably strong and i about just died laughing and i'm like that that is like we sat on this name for like a year and a half like we will do this <laughs> like we will make a product just so i can use that name <laughs> i love a good pun <laughs> that's amazing all right so let's keep going so we've talked about the deluge diapers talk the, about the galactic diapers let's talk about the other designs that you released in that email let's start with the puppers okay what in what inspired that so the original Puppers series kind of originated as a response to customer customer demand. Uh, puppy themes were our, one of our highest sought after uh, themes when we were doing print on demand and other things where we were printing things in house, uh, where we had a bunch of different uh, different scenes and everything. Uh, puppy themed always was at the top or second. Um, the only thing that would have been higher than that would have been like a space theme. Um, so. The original concept of the puppers diapers uh, had three pups and they're supposed to be going to school. Basically, they all had their jobs. We had a fire, we had a police, and then we had also had a um, service animal that we were had uh, dressed as a superhero. So we had all three of these and the whole concept was they're going to go to school. They're going to learn about their job. And they had a teddy bear that was basically like a teacher or a teacher's, you know, assistant type scenario that was helping them learn their job type scenario. The way think of like an acting and an actor acting coach, the acting coach is going to act with the individual and then give them feedback on that type scenario. Um, That was kind of the thought process behind doing that. That didn't resonate exactly the way we wanted it to with some people. Um, but we don't really need to go into, the, into those particular facts. But then we also started adding new characters with those. Uh, so we now have uh, Sam, which is an EMT. We added Ace, which is a pilot. And then we also added Bree, which is a detective. Right. And actually, someone commented on the Twitter post that they were mm-hmm. excited to see a, a girl puppy on a diaper. So we actually have two. Uh, well, I will say the the way it's done, we chose Sam's name very specifically um, because we wanted Sam to be more, a little bit more androgynous. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that technically, it, it you know, assigned at birth female, we'll say, um, but we don't really know 
where she is at the moment and she hasn't told us. So um, I would say technically too, we did want to include more representation of that. Um, and we definitely felt, especially after, uh, you know, in 2020, you know, uh, you know, everything that happened and the feedback we got from the original design uh, for some of the things we, we wanted to add female characters, but we also wanted to make sure that we put them in places that people wanted change. And obviously how our police in the United States have been, uh, we obviously want change. There's no getting around that at all. Uh, so we thought it'd be really great to put a female as a detective, uh, you know, an, an individual that would have, you know, authority that would have the, you know, is considered to be, you know, one of the, you know, in, the, the type of person that does investigations, they're smart. They, you know, they have, you know, an intellect that is higher than the average. They're going to be well-respected. Uh, you know, we wanted to say that's the type of person that we, you know, how we want to represent these new characters. Uh, same thing with Sam, EMT, uh, you know, very much involved, you know, with, with firefighters and everything else. And I actually happen to know, I, I want to say three or four, um, trans individuals who are EMTs. And I was like, perfect. Um, you know, I, I even, you know, spoke to them, you know, spoke to some of them about it. And I was asking them, you know, their feedback before we did it. And they all loved the idea of it. And, you know, they were saying that they, they knew even more people in our community um, who, again, were, you know, EMTs or very similar type services who were trans as well. And so I was really happy to be like, this, this worked out perfectly for, you know, even if it's only this small segment of people, it works out so well that, they literally have so you know somebody who is almost perfectly representing them in the job field that they're in and also in a print on a diaper i thought it was just really really great um that we were able to add these two types of characters to that list and put them in these sp very specific roles um to kind of show that type of change that we are all as a society hoping for wanting and wanting to move towards of having more empowerment more thought more more competence more intellectual you know prowess going into these types of jobs and fields where where we do need them as a society um and we that's why we put them in the where, where they are in these particular things so even more so than just great to see a, a female you know character on the on the, the diaper it was more so of making sure that we put them in a, in a spot where we felt that they did the most empowerment the most just reflective of what not only what we are right now but also what we want to be and how we want to represent them in the future how we want them to be represented nice and you also brought up that it was one of your favorite diapers so someone brought up in the twitter comments they were mm -hmm. curious is the little fire hydrant going to fade as you soak it yes oh that's that's that's, that's actually from the original one too so the original puppers diaper uh the fire hydrants uh fade when wet uh we'll probably change the spacing a little bit on the 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 puppers one here uh one of the one of the things that we did from the feedback and i agree uh to to a point is that the the back of the diaper and the front of the diaper look like almost two different diapers the front is very very simple and basic um mm -hmm. and that's that is actually by design uh and the but it almost feels a little bit of a disconnect and so what we'll probably wind up doing is maybe adding a little bit more color or adding more fire hydrants to add more color. And so we'll make them smaller and kind of uh, adjust them slightly just to make sure that the front of the diaper has a little bit more going on to it than, than not. Um, on the mock-up itself, there, there is actually on the wings, there is something printed that looks like the elastic, again, like we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. um, that is actually on the wings, but on the mock-up, it doesn't really show up as well. So keep in mind that, you know, when you're looking at it, if your tapes are in the center, you're not going to see the sides anyway. And if your tapes are towards the side, there is actually a print there um, that that would then add a little bit more color there to the front of the diaper. But we'll probably add a little bit more subtlety and color perhaps um, before it actually is complete, uh, you know, presented. But one of the big things that we got on the last diaper is that the, the landing zones were a little too complex and the colors uh, kind of... Uh, overlapped at times and it was it kind of like, muddied it a little bit so when we did this landing zone we wanted to be we actually had like three or four different versions and the one that everybody seemed to like was this really simple one where it just highlighted the character nothing else and it just was really cute and colorful and just stood out and then on the back of the diaper um you know what we have there is you get to see more of the elastic print on the sides then you know uh, framed out with a little bit more of a you know a really deep blue with a light blue repeating pattern on the sides as well and then on this you know the center of the back uh we basically have the new uh you know the, the very first puppers version on the bags we had the schoolhouses on there 
And mm-hmm. since they were basically saying, oh, they've graduated, they've gone out. That's where the, that's where they met these new characters. Um, so now they're, you know, they're working and this is the, the new place for them essentially. And so that's what's on the back of the diaper. We have the daytime version and the bag actually has the nighttime version of the same scene. Um, which is like we I thought we thought would be like a really cute kind of play on that. Um, whereas the diaper is more vibrant and and you know, uh, you know, day, you know, wear type scenario. Um, but the bag showed this really kind of, you know, cool cartoonish version of a nighttime, a little, you know, almost like superhero-y kind of vibe to it. Uh, and that's you know, it's the same thing on the you know, the reverse of it, basically, the mirror image night and day of of, of the diaper to the the bag and the packaging. Very fun. And, and you brought up an interesting point, right? You said that as the as you get more feedback, these designs that you've you've released to us mm-hmm. will change between oh, yeah. now and when these diapers are released. They they definitely can, that's for sure. Um, you know, and the changes may be very drastic or they may be very subtle. Uh, but yeah, based on the feedback, we definitely have the opportunity. I mean, that is the whole reason we did it. We knew for uh, you know, we knew that the the puppers we're very confident. We were very confident in the puppers that it was going to be fine. And very few changes would be need to be made to it. Uh, the galactic and the little roars were the two that we knew would be most divisive. Uh, you know, you know, people are either going to love or hate the changes to them. Um, but we thought it would be, it would be better to put it out there and get the feedback that no one liked it than to never have even tried, never have even asked. Right. And it also seems like a safe business practice of let's just show you the design before we hit to the printers. Um, yes, I know. Uh, there's risk to that as well, because <laughs> people could hate it. <laughs> um, but that also the problem, like the the there are a few downsides to doing it is one, like you're telling all your competitors what you're gonna do. Like mm. you're telling your competitors what you're gonna do, exactly what it is. Um, you know, before we did this, you know. There's a few things that we're doing that have never been done. No one has done them, uh, you know, in, in our market. And so one of the risks is that we're telling our competitors exactly what we're doing and how to do it more or less. And it means that it gives a competitor the, the opportunity to possibly bring something similar to market before us. Cause this is, these are several prints, you know, this isn't, there isn't, these are not all going to happen at once. Um, you know, the, you know, the, the galactic is you know, more of a costume theme rather than a diaper print, so to speak. So that's very different. The deluge, as we spoke about, you know, in great length, it's very different. The little roars, for example, um, is also very different in that how we've done the wetness indicator for it. So in the little roars, the center of the diaper, rather than it being white, it's all blue because it's signifying the water. Right. But is the it going to change? When, well, the fade when wet is also the same exact color. And when it's wet, it fades away, leaving a light blue or a white, uh, you know, image behind. But the image is actually text. And the it literally is going to tell you that your diaper is wet in five languages. That, so rather, a, so, so essentially, cool. rather than having it fade away, the words are going to appear, essentially. Why five languages? Is that to be like more English, inclusive? Spanish, German, French? It's to it's to it's to include all the all the countries and all the all the languages that we serve already. Oh, okay, nice. So, so let's jump into the little roars. Is there any is there any other fun facts we should know about it? Fun um, facts well, about this design? Yeah, the the thing with the little roars, and I'm happy to say that a majority of people actually do like it because it is unique and it's different. Um, the, and it's actually the, the main person who came up with this concept actually is over at NRU and I, I have to give them credit. It was, it, I would have never thought to have done this. They basically said, why don't we do a full scene? Like, why aren't we doing a full scene on the diaper edge to edge? And you know, at first I was like, that sounds crazy. But then as we started talking about it, I'm like, but why not? Like, why, like, if we could do it, what would it be? And we, we just started talking about it. It wasn't even specifically for the Little Roars. It was how to do this. And then it kind of clicked. The Little Roars would be perfect for this because we could have the back, you know, like we talked about having like maybe having like trees or palm trees framing the center. So rather than having like the white center with the, with the you know, the scene on it, like we have on, you know, on the Waddler, on the, the potty, upcoming potty monsters and animals and things like that. Rather right. than having a scene there. Um, the whole diaper is the scene. 
the whole diapers is scene and we could use like palm trees or other things like that to frame it rather than having like the borders. Um, and then, you know, we kind of it looked a little, it looked even busier. And so we we're like, just removed it. And we're like, you know, this works really well to where we have like a scene in the background with all the dinosaurs, you know, on there. And on the front, we'll have a landing zone and it'll have feature each dinosaur playing more like puppies and things like that. Just be, you know, kind of, you know, just being very playful rather than just being dinosaurs. Um, you know, just very, very cute. Like we'll probably have to do a little bit of tweaking on the colors and things like that to make it work a little bit better. But that's kind of where it came from. Is like, why, why do we have to stick to this template? You know, what would it look like if we did a full print, a full scene, edge to edge? Have like, people picked up on this? Have people put in the feedback like, oh, this is so cool that it, it kind yeah. of looks like a work of art. It's a full-fledged scene. Yeah, like a lot of people ha really, really like it. Now, some people don't. And we get that. Um, you know, you know, we get that. A majority of the feedback on the new designs have been extremely favorable, um, but it is important to recognize that not everybody's going to love each design, and, and that is all right. You know, we need to remember that people come from a diverse desire and interests. There, there's a good chance that your preference won't align with everybody else's. You know, it can sound like a really simple fact, but I have to remind myself at times and, and others, it's important to think before you say something, especially when you're talking about criticism. You know, constructive criticism is fine, but if you're not actually providing something constructive, it's just criticism. Right. Let's go into that for a quick second. So someone mm -hmm. on my Twitter post posted, looks great. I wish there was just a little more contrast between the colors. Is that yeah. the type of feedback you're looking for? Like, what are you, Absolutely. what are you, what are you hoping for in all this feedback other than love it, hate it? Like what, what kind, what types of feedback are you looking for when, when you want it? It, it? I would say the more specific, the better, but you know, there is a, there's a, a level of that. Don't tell me that, it, you know, you need to add 4% pixel blur to something that's going to be a bit too much. But if you're to say, you know, the color contrast, you want to see the characters pop a little bit more, or I'd like to see them in like a three dimensional rather than a flat or uh, you know, this color, you know, these colors are a little, you know, would be better pastel or would be better bold or they would pop better if they had an outline. Like that's the type of feedback that we're looking for. Or maybe, you know, like on the galactic, some of the feedback was that there just wasn't enough color. It was just, it was too much gray and white and not enough color. So it's like, okay, so we just need to find a way to polish it up a little bit more of the galactic, add, add a little bit more color with keeping to the, um, the, the, the concept of what it is but just adding a little bit more color and breaking up the whiteness a little bit of it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the type of feedback that's perfect. Just saying that you don't like it is, is not helpful. Like, okay. I don't like asparagus, but <laughs> me saying that isn't going to help somebody figure out that I like green beans. Like, you know. Okay. So since, so since I'm looking at the diaper, if I wrote the feedback of, I like how the words appear. Does it have to be words? Could it be like bones or little yeah. fishies? Is that feedback that you, you oh, could process? Absolutely. Though I would probably say no to the fish because that would seem more like they're floating at the top. So that'd be kind of like a little disturbing. But um, but yeah, bones, that'd be fine, you know? Um, but yeah, like that type of feedback is really good because that is a very specific thing that can be addressed, you know, and looked at. Would this be better? Would this be worse? Would it have... Do we want to do both? Can we do both? You know, that's that's a very specific thing that can be addressed because right. it's direct. Right, right. Direct feedback, constructive feedback is what we're looking for. All right, let's move on to a diaper. I felt like got slung through the mud a little bit. The potty <laughs> monster. Let's talk about yeah. the potty monster. What what was what was the idea behind this diaper? So the potty monsters in general has been a thing that I've wanted to do for a very long time. Um, I've always thought that the, the name and the, the imagery that could go with it would be really cute and playful. The whole idea behind the potty monsters is that it, it is trying to imitate and, and play homage to the late eighties and early nineties, more boy 
geared cartoons it's a little dirty it's a little silly and yucky it's a little that's that's the whole point it's I mean, a stinker's diaper that's what i initially thought i was like this <laughs> diaper is for the stinkers in the community that's what the, that's, that's what he's not, gone for no that's no not what actually it's for. not at all no not at all um it was more of being that kind of 80s style boy cartoon like a teenage mutant ninja turtles or something like that oh, okay. you know a voltron and things like that it was a little darker it's a little a little grittier it's a little more you know dirty it makes you know like you know slimer from ghostbusters and things like that that were more geared towards you know younger boys that have more of that literal potty humor type thing so that's what it is like you know on the on the diaper itself in the center of the fade and wet is yellow slime or green slime. You know, it's it's sludge. It's it's supposed to be a little dirty and a little playful because it's literal. It's, the whole print is a giant potty joke. I mean, it's literally that's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just stupid little silly things like that. And we have you know we actually wrote a script to do like a a cartoon for the potty monsters. Um, but we're having issues with that. So it's probably gonna wind up being like maybe like something else. But you know, I'm trying to figure out like how to like get the script out there so that people can read it and actually follow along and actually like the characters for what they're intended to be. I do feel that's been one of the things that's been lacking a little bit with our prints is that people just see the print and they like imagine their own storyline or they they do they, or they go off in a completely different direction than what it was intended to be. And that's in some respects, okay, but it also can lead uh, lead down the wrong path. Um, you know, we have these characters that we've written, and when we when we do all any character for that matter, when we make a character, we look at it as if it were a cartoon, and we say, okay, what's their personality? What would they be like? Where do they fit into this group? You know, scenario, and we actually do give them like all of that background, so that when we're drawing it we can take that into consideration um i mean that we that we do actually do that with all of our characters that we've made um and we found it a little difficult to try and get that message across and so we need to do a better job at doing that i feel because i, I think that that would allow people to feel more um more of a relationship to a character mm -hmm. um and and perhaps like a character more because they can then relate to what we're going for. They might not have saw it, but if they read it, now it makes sense, and then they can relate to it better. And then they have a little bit more of a, of a connection to it. Um, and they can also influence how that character is then shaped in stories and everything else by their feedback to the stories that we do. So and that and so that all together makes everybody feel more of a community, makes everybody feel more involved, it makes everybody feel more um together um and it gives one more area for people to to bond over something that they might not have otherwise um just something else you know more of a conversation thing so one two three four five that's five new diaper designs i feel like that mm -hmm. releasing five new diapers because right you said these will all eventually be released after mm -hmm. after they go through that's a lot of diapers to release are oh, they yeah. all going to come out at the same time or is it, are they no. all going to come out in like phases? No, it'll come out in phases for sure. Um, that would be a lot to do all at once. And honestly, I think it would be too much. Um, even from a standpoint of like sales, um, the, you know, for a long time, people have like asked us why we don't make like, like a white diaper, for example. And it's like, well, we have made a white diaper and we know how well air quotes on that one plain white diaper cell it's why again we went to something more like the camis and are going to the deluge before doing an all white diaper again because we feel that a printed product is going to sell better um but one of the biggest things like now we are able to do the xls at launch with a new print whereas before uh we couldn't and the reason why was simply volume um an xl product costs the same to make as a medium or large but we'll go through the medium or the large two or three times quicker. So it's easier for us to put the money out there to make it and produce it, bring that in and then sell it and then be able to reorder it again, taking, you know, and using the profits from those to either make a new print or something else. If we did an XL on every single one of those, it for every two prints would have been the equivalent of doing three. Mm. 
it's a third more money to do it. And it takes twice or three times as long to get the money back from that. So that was the reason we didn't do Excels for a while. It wasn't because we didn't want to do them. It's because we knew we'd get more prints out quicker if we didn't. And then we would, once we got to the level that we wanted to be at, then we start adding the Excels into rotation and, you know, and start producing them, you know, ever, as, as it became available. That was pretty much the, the, the plan since 2017 when we, basically started redoing everything. We did have Excels before that. I mean, we, we have made Excels before. Um, it was just, it was a, it was a strategic, very specific decision to do it this way so that we could do it in a way that we knew would be safer and more cost effective and allow us to get more prints out as quickly as possible um, and really increase the number of prints that we had. With the designs now out, they've been out for a couple weeks now when do you think the first diaper of these new designs will hit do you do you have an do you have a uh, a date in mind i do but i will not say it you will not say it no i'm gonna let it be a surprise okay you can allow it to be a surprise uh when when that diaper does match magically hit the market are you saying that'll come out in just medium and larges first no. first off no no, no, uh, no. Now we're at the point where we are able to do medium, large and extra large because we have enough medium and larges and enough print offerings um, that we're able to absorb that. Um, before it was it was more difficult. Now we do have the ability. And in, in fact, um, the past I think four or five designs we've done have all had XLs at launch. So the Waddlers, the yeah, the Waddlers, the Unicorns, the Animus all did. Um, so at least the last three. Just kind of thinking about it. So yeah, there. Yeah, these these will have Excels at launch as well. Nice, very cool. So one of the things that some, you know, I think all a lot of the feedback online has, I would agree with you, hasn't not been very constructive. It's kind mm -hmm. of been either divisive or just plain no. Right? We got everything from no to I hope this is a April Fool's joke to actually one yeah. comment that. I thought was really nice. Someone wrote, we live in the golden age of ABDL where there's a diaper design for almost everyone. Mm -hmm. When you yeah. look, when you look at these comments, is it easy to like take it personally? Is it easy to be like, why are they attacking me? Or, you know, how do you read um, these comments? How do you filter them? You know, that's actually been a struggle for me for a while. Um, because in the early days I did take it very personally. Um, because it's hard not to, honestly. I even still struggle with it now. I I, I think I do a better job personally. Um, but every once in a while, if I'm having a bad day and I and someone says something like that, I'm just like, are you serious? Like, can we tell me you think you're the center of the world without telling me you think you're the center of the world? It's kind of like my response. It's like, come on, like just shut up. You know, the it is incredibly difficult. And what I find even more difficult is actually, you know, just some of the the things that are said that don't need to be said, that are just there. There's no constructive aspect of what they say. Like, for example, one says, you know, oh, it looks like clip art or they need to hire a graphics designer. That just pisses me off. Uh, and I'll just be blunt about it because some of the first off, I don't draw. My stick figures would be fat. OK, I just I can't do it. Like, I'm not a good artist at all. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's kind of like if people ask me if I sew things, I'm like, only if you want it to be red, because it has to blend in. Okay. I don't sew either, <laughs> you know, but some of our graphic artists are very good and successful and accomplished in what they do. One of them used to work for Disney as an artist. Mm -hmm. And for someone to say that they, that, that their work, that like we need to hire a graphics designer because this was obviously done by, uh, you know, an amateur. It's just insulting. And it's not necessary, it's not truthful, and it's not constructive at all. It's like, why would you say that? You know, I I kind of want to say, say to some people, before you hit send on your Twitter post or your Facebook post or anything like that, if you were in a crowded room at Capcom talking to somebody directly face-to-face -face with 100 people watching your conversation and listening to you, would you be embarrassed by what you just said? Or would people probably think that you were kind of cruel for no reason? And if the answer to that is yes, they would, maybe you should rethink what you're saying, how you're saying it, or if you should even say it at all. Mm. Like, there are real people on the other side of that keyboard. 
and you're just insulting them. You're just being rude for no reason and not even giving a constructive way to change it to be something that you would like. And it makes them not want to participate anymore. It makes them like really lose interest in the community and lose faith in the community. Don't be the reason someone loses faith in our community simply because you had to take a cheap shot at somebody. Right. That's all it is. Like just be more polite to people. If I hate to say, like, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. But like, when did we stop doing that? Like, we never really did it. Let's be honest. But like, it seems like there's a lot less of it these days. And it just, it would be nice if people would just take a step back and realize not everything you say on the internet needs to be an attack. Like, you're not trying to win an argument. It's a conversation. And if it's not a conversation, just don't do it then. Like, right. if you win an argument online, what did you win? Yeah, and and I think you know people are, people are allowed to have their opinions and stuff, but you know the thing the thing that struck out to me, and that's why I kind of really love this quote that little puppy uh, JC said is you know we we kind of are living in a golden age of ABL. Mm-hmm. I mean, never have we had so many designs, and you see all these other diaper companies like really putting out really cool designs, and so to even hinder the Mm -hmm. the creative juices that are now flowing through this community from all different angles and you have all these other kinks that are like looking at us now kind of like oh yeah you know you know there's something cool going on over there in that in that Mm -hmm. kink camp like why why be so stopping of all that creativity why don't just like if you don't have anything nice to say just don't say it if you have something wonderful to say great and if you have some constructive criticism even better yeah, you know, and, and honestly, and I and I will say this, um, you know, hopefully someone didn't not, you know, stop listening already and thinks I'm an asshole, you know, part of my language. But I don't necessarily even think that that most people even realize they're doing it. I I genuinely believe most of the people out there are nice people. They they just probably don't I think a lot of us have just been really desensitized and kind of almost expect things online to be a bit more harsh and a bit more uh you know darker than it needs to be for the lack of a better way you know, it just it just seems more rude mm. but it is that way because we keep doing it like just stop doing it like just just you don't have to it's that way because people do it just don't do it and it essentially you're being a bully right, right. <laughs> i mean you're you're you don't realize it, but that's what you're doing. You are insulting someone's ability and work for no reason. So I could talk to you for hours on all of these diaper designs, but I just want to let you give one last plug for the two diaper, two new diapers that have already been released, the mm-hmm. Animus and Unicorns. Could you just say some quick tidbits about those two? Um, they've both been super popular, very, very, uh, you know, I, I love them both. I'm super excited for the Animus personally. I love cloth back diapers. Um, you know, I, I I do. I just, <laughs> I like them. Uh, I'm from the South and we're coming to the summer months and it's always nicer, a cloth back product. So, you know, I'm, I'm used to being in extreme heats for a lot of those things. So I just really like the cloth back product. I'm finally happy that we're at a place in our community where enough people want and or like cloth back products that it makes sense to start making them now. Um, and I, I'm excited for that one. The unicorns is a great improvement over what it was. Um, and again, that one was more, again, more of a, a, like a subtle change to what was to what is now um, by comparison to say like the galactic. Um, but no, they've both been super popular. Uh, if, if you've ever wanted to try a clothback product, I definitely recommend the Animus. We don't, you know, some people talk about like clothback products like leaking, um, you know, especially like from the front or something like that. The reason for that, just really quickly, is that a lot of times what will happen is it's one, you're, those are usually economy products, but they use a thinner gauge plastic on the inside and they have a cloth outer shell to it. But they have a high sap to fill ratio. So the sap is a hard crystal actually pokes holes in that plastic. Cause they thinned it out. We just didn't thin ours out. We use the same plastic as our um, baby butter. So it's the same chemical composition as our toddler tough plastic. It's just a thinner gauge, but it's the same gauge we use on our non clockback products. So you're not going to have those pinhole leaks through them. So you get the benefit of having a diaper that has the cloth back feel to it. So it's softer in your skin. It's less irritation. 
with the same durability, if not more durability than a plastic diaper as well, because we didn't thinen the gauge to it. So it's as strong, if not stronger, because the cloth gives it extra rigidity. Ah, I mispronounced that word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> extra strength and tension. Um, and it gives you a softer feel on the outside. So for the summer months, it's fantastic. If you've never tried a cloth product or, you know, never wanted to for, for you know, like the reason of it leaking, don't worry about that. That's not going to happen with this one. Try it. And I, I, I'm not going to swear that you're going to love it, but a lot of people do because it's really, really comfortable. So, oh yeah, no, I got to try, I got to try one at Capcom and honestly fell in love. Honestly, cloth back diapers are kind of like, they're almost kind of like, um, dessert a little bit, right? Like you don't mm-hmm. need to always buy them, but when you have one, it's always like, ah, oh, this is so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I will eat ice cream for breakfast though. So don't say that. Okay. Well, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds like fun. So last question for you, you don't have to answer it, but out of the Puppers, Little Roars, Deluge, Potty Monsters, Galactic, if you had all the power in the world, which one would you release first? Oh, so which one would I release first? Right. If you if if you had like, well, it's so it's funny because the one that I would release first is not the one I'm releasing first, but I do have all the power to do it. But I am choosing a different one. But if it was my choice, I would choose the Potty Monsters. I've wanted to make a Potty Monster diaper for a long time. Um, but I will go ahead and say the first one's going to come out. It's going to be Puppers. Um, that will be the first one to come out. That is going to be the first one? Yes, yes. The Puppers will be the first one that comes out. Is that a Newsy Nook exclusive? Uh, maybe. Just going to claim it. Just going to claim okay. it right there. <laughs> <laughs> All sure. right. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, Todd, for coming to Newsy's Nook and and talking about all the new designs and all the new stuff that's coming out of Tykables. Thank you for having me. All right, kiddos, I couldn't hold it through this interview, so I am leaking all over the place. So I got to go change. See ya. Bye.